way to play today. We just didn't have enough guys making plays and didn't do good enough uh, to find a way to win. So that's disappointing. I, um, heartaches right now, but got to get over it and find a way to, to get next to them. Hey listeners, Coop uh, Dude here with another episode of Touchdown BYU. I'm just going to come right out and say that this last week has probably been the darkest of the season. And to reflect that, I wanted to let the opening credits play out a little longer to let some of those lyrics sink in. I, I feel a lot of despair right now. BYU 6, Northern Illinois 7. And I'm out of excuses for my boys. I've done a lot of thinking and... I wasn't born the Aggie dude, even though the Utah State Aggies have the number 18 ranking in the nation. I wasn't born the Ute dude. Of course I wasn't. Even though the Utes have the number 16 ranking in the nation. I wasn't even born the Cavalier dude, even though Broncos Virginia team is also ranked in the AP Top 25 this week. I was born to be the Coog dude, and I'm going to keep being the Coog dude, but I just have to admit make myself vulnerable, and say, I'm struggling. I assume that a lot of you listeners are as well. Um, You know, I was going to do a special Halloween episode this week with the holiday happening and all, but honestly, things feel scary enough as it is in reality. And I don't know, before I ramble, I'm just going to go ahead and open up the phone lines and maybe get your guys' perspective. Yep, Coog Dude, who's calling? Hey, Coog Dude, I'm pissed off. Um, we need to pull out the guillotine, get Kalani Sataki right outside LaBelle whoa, whoa. Edwards Stadium, whoa. rip his head off. Listen, listen, listen. Kalani, we might need to talk about Kalani's future, but I don't think that is a way to um, go about doing that. I, I think we need to do it. I went to my nephew's game, six years old. His team was playing better than the Cougs were. Yep. The coach was pulling much uh, better calls. You should see my nephew play. He's running quick all over the field. Listen, this is a hard... This I'm not going to listen to anything. He's got the most brain-dead play calls. Brain-dead. Yeah, this is a hard moment, and my question is, who are we going to replace Kalani with at this point in the season? Who are who are our candidates? I'll do it. I... I'll do it. I'll do it right now. I'll quit my job at Del Taco's regional manager, and I'll, I'll go in there. I'll show them. I'll show this team a few things about calls, plays, X's and O's. I'll do it all, baby. Yep, yeah, I I understand. Um, this is this is a hard moment for a lot of us in the Kook family, and I can tell this Very is. Very hard. Yep. Yeah. And so I'm. I think we might just want to let things simmer a little bit and see how the next week goes. I don't know about that simmer. I'm busting out my guillotine. Okay. Um, I'm dragging it down to the stadium. Okay, well, well, hey, thank you so much for calling, and thanks again for listening to Touchdown BYU. All right, goodbye. Yep, bye. Um, wow. Um, let's go ahead and hear from our next caller. Oh, here we go. We got another caller. Yep, Coog Dude, who's calling? 
Hey, dude, this is Roger from Salt Lake City. Uh, how's it going? Uh, pretty good, Roger. Um, well, I should be honest, not so great. Um, not not the best week for our Cougs. Roger, what's on your mind? Yeah, so, you know, I, I've actually had an all right week, you know, as I, as I was thinking about it. You know, sometimes your little brother feels a little down, and, you know, you just got to reach out to him and help him feel up. So that, that's what I'm doing right now. You know, I'm actually a youth fan, and uh, oh. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but uh, we've won four straight in the, the Pac-12. Oh. You know, that, that's, a, that's a big conference. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Yeah, Roger, I, I have heard of the Pac-12, and, yes, I'm, I'm aware of um, I'm, I'm aware of the winning streak. So any anything else on your mind, Roger? Or that... Yeah, so uh, have you been watching uh, BYU lately? Because uh, they're following somewhat of a different trajectory. And, and so I just want you to know, you know, sometimes you don't play very well, and, and that's okay. We still love you. We accept you. We're looking forward to playing against you later in this year. And, uh, and so I, that's why I want to call. I want to let you know. You know, don't, don't don't think people aren't thinking of you. Roger, I, I want to just say the Cougs are capable of doing a lot. And I don't know what sort of vibe you got listening to the beginning of this show, but I can say that our Cougs are capable of beating the Utes. And we're capable of another Beck to Harleen moment. And... I think that that can come any year, and I think Kalani, if he is able to right the ship, we're looking at a win this November against the Utes, and I'm going to be bold and go live saying that the Cougs are going to beat the Utes this year. Okay, yeah, let's let's see it. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, Kalani's my guy. I'm hoping he goes for one of his famous fake punts in the end zone. You know, maybe, maybe that could strike some fear into Utah. Okay, well, you know, I'm I'm feeling a little bit more jazzed than I was at the beginning of this episode, and and I think our Cougs are gonna are gonna do great things for the rest of the season, and come November, I, I think they're gonna give the Utes something to chew on, and and Ute fans like yourself, you know, someday maybe finding yourselves at the receiving end of calls like this. Yeah, you know, anything's possible, I guess. Uh, maybe you want to put a friendly wager on it or something like that. Is that a that okay, or is that against your religion? Um, we don't we don't do bets here in the Cougar Den, but let's. Let's, let's just go forward with, with a friendly spirit of competition, and, and I guess you can have faith in the Utes, and we'll see what happens. Okay, I guess we'll see whose faith is more true. Looking forward to it. Okay, well, thanks so much for calling in. Yeah, no problem. Let's go Utes! Uh, uh, yeah. All right, well, I, I can't say that I love that type of ending from a caller, um, but it was nice to feel a little more friendliness in this episode, so hopefully we can keep that going, and we'll take the next caller. Yep, Coog Dude, who's calling? Hey, this is Talon from Spanish Fork. Talon, well, what's on your mind? Yeah, you know, I, you know, obviously a little disappointed. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm a big Zach Wilson fan, and he just showed some things. He's just so poised back there. And obviously Kalani knows what he's doing at the quarterback position. He's groomed other quarterbacks in the past. Obviously, Zach just has a rocket for an arm, and that was, you know, on display 100% on Saturday. Yeah, I have to agree, Talon, despite the fact that the balls didn't land necessarily where they needed to land. But I agree with your assessment regarding Zach Wilson's poise. And what's your outlook for the future regarding, you know, the struggles that we've had the last couple weeks? Well, I mean, you kind of look at the the season thus far, and, you know, I'm I'm an optimist. You know, obviously with Zach back there, he's a right-handed, he's young. He can scramble, he can use his legs. 
legs to get first downs. He just has a cannon for a right arm. And again, kind of as you mentioned, like the balls didn't land where they needed to, but the offense was explosive. And uh, with him yep. at the helm, and we have Gunner, Gunner Romney, yep. who's a big threat down the field for years to come. So I think, you know, the program's in very good hands. Yep. Hey, Talon, we got another caller trying to chime in. Do you mind if we have him join in? Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Caller number two, you're on the air with the Coog Dude and Talon down in Spanish Fork. Who's calling? Hey, Coog Dude. Uh, this is Colby from Saratoga Springs. Colby, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, you know, I'm just listening to the show, and I think it's absolutely ludicrous how they just basically you know, shunned Tanner Mangum and just gave the position to Zach Wilson. And look, they okay. came off a bye week to a Mac team at home. Zach Wilson couldn't even put the ball in the end zone. That goes to show you how much this kid is worth. Well, I mean, look, you can't measure your heart, and, and Zach Wilson has a heart of a grizzly bear. You know, I'm sorry things didn't go your way with Tanner, but I think if you look at the Hawaii game, just the, the, the offense was off the charts explosive, and that's obviously going to happen for years to come. So it's a little naive to think that Tanner could have done that, uh, Colby. Listen, how many Hail Marys does Zach Wilson have under his belt? Well, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think he has any. Okay, answer me this. Did Tanner Mangum throw a Hail Mary against Boise State? I think he did. Did he throw a Hail Mary against Nebraska? I think he did. Okay, that's what I thought. He has two big boy throws. Zach Wilson doesn't have any big boy throws on the collegiate level. And, and uh, honestly, you can learn a lot from Tanner Mangum by just sitting out a year, you know, getting your feet under you, learning the position because it changes from high school to college. And, you know, it would do him, you would do him all sorts of wonders just to sit out and just to view the, you know, the speed of the field from the sideline. Okay. Well, obviously, let me just inform you of one thing, Colby. Uh, he went to the top-notch program in Utah, and you look nationally at high school football rankings, Utah's at the top, okay? Forget Texas, forget Alabama. I mean, you look at Lone Peak and some of the powerhouse schools, Yep. like we have some five-star recruits. I mean, could do, back me up here. Yeah, Talon, you, you do have a good point. Lone Peak, it's, it's a blue-chip recruit factory, and I don't see that stopping in the next coming years. Oh, okay. yeah, so, so tell me if this, and, if this was very blue-chip. Tell me if this was blue chip, you wise guys. Six points at home off a of bike. Listen, Is that blue chip Colby, I think every team, the New England Patriots, the Boston Red Sox, Real Madrid, every team has a hard game. Every team struggles. And I'm, exactly. I'm tired of sitting back, reading my Twitter feed. I'm tired of sitting on the Cougar board, listening to people calling for the end of Kalani, for the end of Tom Holmo. Well, it's you know hard, you know it's hard to see our of? family going against one another. And I you think... Know, you know what I'm tired of? This is what I'm tired of, you asshole. Oh, okay. I'm tired of losing. Sorry that okay. you guys love, love to lose. Okay. I'm all about winning. You know, I don't give a damn if this kid is okay. good. Okay, okay. Colby, Colby, thank you so much for calling in. And Talon, I, I appreciate you calling as well. Your podcast Okay, okay. Thank you both. And and let's go Cougs. Okay. Yeah. All right, folks, um, not the most ideal ending to that call, but I'm looking at the live stream and I'm seeing a lot of you guys still logged on and let's go ahead and squeeze in one last call here. Yep, Coog Dude, who's calling? Hey, this is Renan from American Fork. Renan, great to have you calling. What's on your mind? Well, uh, first of all, I just wanted to say um, I'm a huge fan of um, what you're doing and, and uh, kind of just the bolstering of, of uh, kook fans uh, everywhere. I'm the number one kook dude 
fan myself. Oh, well, well, thank you, Renan. Well, th- there's only one Coog dude, but I'm, I'm glad you're a fan. So what's your take at this point in the season? We've had some struggles the past couple games, and halfway through, I'm hoping we come out with a winning record. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, I think that um, win or lose, that, uh, that it's important that all we do is just keep on supporting the team and just keep on doing our best and just never really giving in to the hate. Yep. There's so much hate, there's so much negativity. Um, I think it's important that we just focus on the things that really matter in life. Yep, there is a lot of hate in the world, and it's it's so key that we maintain positivity moving forward. I, I agree with you, and I agree with you 110% on that. Uh, 125%. Yeah. What the heck, let's make it 200%. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Three? I agree with you 200, 200% on that. Yeah. Coop, dude, are you familiar with orbs? Um, I'm I'm sorry. Orbs. Are you familiar with orbs? Um, I I'm I I've heard orbs mentioned. You know, I I yeah yeah sure. I was at a uh, a Cougar football game, uh, BYU Cougar football game, and I was I stayed a little bit late. Uh huh. Um, and I I. I like to go and after the team kind of leaves and, and the hustle and bustle go down, I like to go and I like to kneel down and say a little prayer. Sure. Um, after the team gets off the field and and um, I knelt down and I I, I sorry so I just felt so strong that it was that I, what I was doing was right. Yeah. And I I decided to take one last Instagram story. Um, and I took a picture, and I noticed there were some orbs over my shoulder. Oh my gosh. I, I believe that these orbs, you know, I, I don't know if it's true or not. I know that, you know, I think somewhere in, in, in maybe the Doctrine of Covenants manual might say something um, to back me up or to support this. Um, it's true that, that our that spirits of old, you know, be it Nephites, be it, you know, some of the modern-day prophets or members of the church. Sure. Um, they are as these orbs that are actually kind of guiding, um, bolstering the team's morale, um, looking out for, you know, those people that are less fortunate, you know, the, you know, not only the cougars, but maybe some orphans or some, you know, maybe single mothers. Sure. Orphan single mothers and, and the quarterback um, as a team. Yeah, quarterbacks and and the widows of the world alike. I I have to agree, Renan, that um, there there's something special propelling the Cougs. And Renan, I I thank you for shining a light on that. It's it's so important that we be reminded that this is bigger than us. This is bigger than the fans in the stadium and the viewers at home and the players on the field. It goes deeper than that, and that is BYU football. And Renan, I just want to thank you for calling in, and I guess I'll say goodbye by just saying go Cougs. Go Cougs. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yep. Thank you, Renan, and, and you take care. Bye. Yep. All right, listeners, well, unfortunately, it's time for the Coog Dude to wrap things up. A quick preview of what's coming up for the Cougs visiting Boise State on their home turf, the Smurf Turf. This rivalry with Boise State, it gets better and better every year, and hopefully this year it gets better for us Coog fans. 
maybe we can expect some more fireworks, a la Tanner Mangum, Hail Mary. Hopefully our faith in Zach Wilson really pays off, and Kalani Sataki will be able to right the ship. And a big game like this, at this point in the season, I think really represents a do-or-die moment for our Cougs, so I'm prayerful that things really shake out in our favor. Well, listeners, from the Cougar Den, this is the Coug Dude thanking you for listening to another episode of Touchdown BYU. Go Cougs!